Welcome to IdeaGen TV, the Cloud AI and Innovation 2030 Summit. Today we have a very special guest from the Board of Directors of AARP, Bob Blancata, a member of the board. Uh, let me let me redo that for a second. Christian, can I can I read? All right. Yeah, not a problem. Just take Bob out. Yeah, and uh, we'll just play the video again. Okay, sure. Welcome to the Cloud AI and Innovation 2030 Summit by IdeaGen TV. Today we are excited to have with us Bob Blancato, member of the AARP Board of Directors and President of Matt's Blancato and Associates. Bob, welcome. Thank you, George, and thank you to IdeaGen for convening this summit, for underscoring the critical importance of innovation and for your continuing leadership as a source of cross-sector collaboration to solve tough problems. Usually, innovation is cast in terms of products rather than services or programs. Today is useful to look at innovation through another lens. Innovation is also a crucial part of effective public policies and programs, especially during emergencies. Nutrition is a compelling example. Promoting access to healthy food is critical to several of the UN Sustainable Development Goals that IdeaGen supports, including no poverty, zero hunger, good health, and well-being and reduced inequality. In fact, achieving all the goals requires that basic needs, including nutrition, are met. The pandemic has deepened and broadened the long-standing and very serious problem of food insecurity among older adults and other groups. A Northwestern University study comparing food insecurity prevalence among adults 50 and over between 2018 and 2020 found that among Hispanics, the rate rose from 16.4% to 27.3%, among blacks, 18.9 to 26.2, and among whites from 7.2 to 12.5. These figures highlight the inequities in access to nutrition that the pandemic has worsened. Simultaneously, this collective international health and economic crisis has also seeded innovative approaches to combating this problem and sped up the adoption rate of these practices, particularly among populations 50 and over who are most at risk from the impact of the virus. Promising innovations we are seeing in nutrition policy are being built on the foundation of a substantially increased financial commitment by the federal government. For example, participants in the federal government's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, known as SNAP, are receiving a 15% increase in their benefits. More than 5 million people over the age of 60 take part in SNAP. The Older Americans Act Nutrition Programs, which serve millions of older adults with a daily meal, received an emergency infusion of funds totaling $1.6 billion from the four COVID emergency bills that became law between March of 2020 and March of 2021. What's striking is not only the magnitude of the federal government's financial response, but also the fact that these measures included needed flexibilities to address the unique challenges caused by the pandemic. Adapting to the pandemic, providers rapidly reworked operations and processes to continue to safely provide the services needed to support the health and well-being of older adults. Here's an example of important flexibility. Instead of requiring that homebound older adults must need assistance with activities of daily living in order to qualify for Meals on Wheels, under recent legislation, those who are less frail and following stay-at-home orders can be served. 
Another element of pandemic-driven flexibility, transferring money from congregate centers to home delivery. Congregate centers have also shifted to pickup options. Services have been expanded to meet the growing need, especially in including socially distanced meal deliveries, sidewalk, driveway, and window visits, and new technologies to connect virtually. Providers have engaged new volunteers and have leveraged existing relationships with key stakeholders, such as community-based organizations, food retailers, healthcare providers, food system partners, and technology providers. These non-traditional partnerships are helping to meet the evolving needs of older adults. We should build upon and expand the unconventional partnerships that have developed during the pandemic. AARP has advocated for Older Americans Act nutrition services, resources, and flexibilities so that the aging and disability networks are able to quickly expand, adapt, and revamp their services and supports to meet the needs and safely serve older adults and caregivers. Flexibility is also being advanced by technology. The American Rescue Plan provided $25 million to make technological improvements to, to improve online purchasing, modernize electronic benefit transfer technology, support mobile technologies, demonstration projects, and provide technical assistance to educate retailers on the online acceptance of SNAP benefits. We recognize, however, that while technological innovation can drive and has driven greater adoption of nutrition benefits, especially during the pandemic, it is not a panacea. We must continue to provide access to traditional services and supports that have long met nutritional needs, particularly for older adults who may not have access to technological tools and work to broaden access for all. AARP has advocated for expanding access to online grocery shopping and delivery using SNAP benefits, which can help those especially vulnerable to serious COVID-19 complications to stay at home. We have seen a vast expansion of the, United, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's pilot program that allows SNAP recipients in most states to purchase food online using SNAP. Earlier in 2020, only a few states were part of this pilot. USDA has now expanded the program to 47 states and the District of Columbia. And the value of the benefits redeemed online grew from 2.9 million to 196 million from February to September of last year. The percentage of older, eligible older adults enrolled in SNAP still lags far behind other groups. More than 5 million eligible seniors do not receive SNAP benefits, and that must be improved. Our focus on nutrition innovation should proceed from a greater awareness of the interplay among the social determinants of health. With the pandemic having brought into sharper relief terrible health disparities in the United States, we need an intense and sustained focus on social determinants especially for those who are most vulnerable. With respect to nutrition, it is critical that we work to reduce the growing rate of older adult malnutrition. One out of every two older adults is at risk of malnutrition or suffers from it. Health provider screening for nutrition is a prime example of what we need to do. Linda Flowers and Olivia Dean of ARP's Public Policy Institute discussed screening in a chapter they wrote for Harvard Medical School Center on Primary Care. They note that primary care providers can play an important role by incorporating food insecurity screening and referral into their workflow, building and nurturing trust with patients and family caregivers and strong community partnerships, and working to dismantle structural racism, including in healthcare. During the pandemic, screening and referral may be carried out through telephonic or video visits, and providers may test other methods that are culturally competent, ensure patient privacy, and are effective. 
I especially look forward to the implementation of the 2020 Older Americans Act, which includes malnutrition screening for the first time. The pandemic has been an adaptation accelerator. We need to make sure it is also a springboard for further innovation. In a recent article in the Journal of the American Medical Association, lead author Darius Mozafarian of Tufts University calls on the United States and the world to think differently by shifting from food insecurity to nutrition security. This is defined as, quote, having consistent access, availability, and affordability of foods and beverages that promote well-being and prevent and, if needed, treat disease, unquote. He notes how existing public health screening tools on food insecurity include no assessments of diet quality or nutrition, and that we must place a greater emphasis on the access to the quantity of food rather than the, on the quality of food rather than the quantity of food. The article calls for new goals and investments in nutrition, relevant interventions, especially for those who are low income, such as produce prescription programs and medically tailored meals. We could, we could move to change our priorities and make healthier food more accessible to more people. Finally, the article notes, quote, an emphasis on nutrition security also could serve as a better guide for public health investments and national research, unquote. And the article ends with a challenge I would like to leave you with today. Quote, science is meant to evolve with new evidence. In recognition of rapid increase in the prevalence of several diet-related diseases and longstanding racial disparities in access to nutritional foods and diet-related conditions, it is time to embrace the concept of nutrition security, unquote. The opportunity for building on this important nutrition and innovation is right before us. We should seize and not shrink from the opportunity. We should ensure that nutrition security is developed and achieved with a full commitment to equity. Let us identify and rectify nutrition disparities related to access and affordability. And finally, let us commit as a nation and a world to promoting good nutrition throughout the lifespan. Thank you very much.